Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, September the 11th, 2020. As always, I give thanks to God for you for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones. TGIF, I thank God it's Friday. And as we are thanking God that it is Friday, we do not want to ever forget um, September the 11th and the many lives that were lost on this tragic day, as well as, I'm not going to say on this tragic day, because September the 11th, every September the 11th is not a a tragic day. However, on that particular tragic day, when lives were lost unexpectedly, when lives were lost um, in a very hateful way, Uh, We want to remember those individuals who lost their lives, not only on on the day because of the twin towers, but those who lost their lives because of the the effects in terms of what they had to breathe in and the first responders uh, and just the PTSD, the post-traumatic stress um, disorder that many suffer from still this day of being in New York at that time. So we just want to, you know, just say a quick prayer and then we'll continue on with um, our our talk, our word of encouragement, our motivation and our meditation for this weekend. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we ask, oh God, that even now that you would touch the hearts of those, oh God, who have lost loved ones on that tragic day. God, we pray right now, oh God, that you would comfort them, Heavenly Father, and that their memories of their loved ones would be of good ones, of no regrets, oh God, that they loved them while they were here, that they celebrated them while they were here in the name of Jesus. And God, if there are any regrets, we pray that you would heal them in the name of Jesus, oh God. And God, we pray that you would touch those who still may be suffering from the side effects of September the 11th, through it be through PTSD or through it be through the chemicals that they inhaled. God, we pray that you would touch their minds, touch their physical beings. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I didn't want to let that go by without first acknowledging what this day, um, what what this day brings for so many people. Um, on today, we're going to be talking about the refiner's fire. Um, it really stayed with me, you know, from reading Isaiah forty three. It was just something that the that the Holy Spirit just really came out of my mouth through the Holy Spirit. But it stuck with me throughout all day yesterday and even on this morning. So we're going to talk about what it means to be refined by God. What does it mean to go through the fire and to not be burned? So when we think about a refiner, one of the things that a refiner does, a refiner removes the impurities of any unwanted matter okay it removes the impurities of any unwanted matter and it purifies them through heat as it removes all contaminants contaminants are poisonous substances that make something impure 
So a refiner is presented with silver or gold. We are that silver and gold. Okay, we've got that much precious material inside of us. So we are presented to the refiner. The refiner is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the refiner, as we go through this thing called life and we navigate our way through the mountains and the valleys, through the ups and the downs, through sickness and in health, through financial instability and financial stability. When we go through those situations and we navigate this thing called life, we are presented to the refiner who desires to remove unwanted matter and remove the contaminants that are naturally in us since the day we were born. The Bible says that we were born in sin and shaped with iniquity. So we came here with some impurities. We came here with some contaminants. That's just the way we, we came here. So we came here and we, depending on what doors were open through generations, depending on what we allowed ourselves to get into, then we either had or developed poisonous substances, things that have made us impure, things that have set up in our minds, things that have set up in our emotions, doors that have been opened to the enemy that have made us to have some impurities. Now, your impurities may not be my impurities, but the impurities of lying, the impurities of sexual immorality, the impure impurities of covetousness, the impurity of unforgiveness, the impurity of hate, the impurity of wrong thinking. So we can go on and on and on. Our impurities may not be the same, but yet the refiner comes to remove all impurities. So it is the refiner's job. It's not our job. Sometimes we get it twisted where we want to, we want to, we'll quit, we'll quit doing this, but we're not going to quit doing that. We like doing that. You know, we're, we're going to quit doing this, but we're going to hold on to this. Well, God, at least I'm not, a, you know, we might say, well, God, I know that, you know, I got to live in, you know, boo thing, but at least I'm not a liar. You know, we, we try to rate our, our, our sin. We, we try to rate and, and say that some things are worse off than the other, but the refiner has come to remove all unwanted matter. To purify us, which is the removal of contaminants that either we were born into through generation, generational curses, or either that we open the door to, to the enemy. Okay, so either one of those things, but the refiner decides how much heat he needs to put on us to remove those impurities, to improve or perfect us as Christians. And to make improvements. That's the refiner's choice and not ours. Now the process that we have to go through is similar in a lot of ways. But how much heat is put on us is different. 
So the process has come to make us stronger. The process has come to develop us. The refiner determines how much of us is pure and how much of us is fake and impure. That's why there's carrots of gold. There's 14 carat gold. There's 24 karat gold. There's gold plated. I don't want to be gold plated. I want to be pure gold. I don't want to be gold plated. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being gold plated. But you know gold plated only lasts for so long. And gold plated will not stand the test of time. Gold plated will change colors on you. Gold plated looks good for a little bit, but after a while, the shine wears off. The bling wears off. No, I want to be real gold. And in the process of the refiner, the refiner has to separate every impurity from what's real and what's fake. The refiner does this. By turning up the temperature from anywhere from 1,000 to 12,000 degrees Celsius. That is some heat, y'all. That's some serious heat. And that's why I say our impurities don't look the same. And what it takes for you, it may not take for me. Because it says to separate can come from anywhere from 1,000 to 12,000 degrees. And a lot of that, I believe the heat goes up depending on how stubborn that gold is, depending on how stubborn those impurities are when it comes to the heat. And some of us, because of our disobedience, some of us, because of our stubbornness, and some of us, just flat out out of ignorance. And I don't say that in a negative way. I say that in simply not knowing what the word of God says, simply not knowing that there are generational curses. And that when we get up in our older age, if we in the situation that our parents were in, that their parents were in, that everybody is an unwed um, parent or that everybody is divorced or separated or that everybody is in poverty or that everybody is faced with certain illnesses or sickness, then more than likely that's a generational thing that needs to be addressed. But because out of ignorance and not recognizing, wait a minute, this situation of poverty that I find myself in has been inflicted upon generation after generation after generation after generation. I've got to do more than what I'm doing. You know, if it's um, where everybody finds themselves as young, um, unwed mothers, you know, and they've never been married. And this has been inflicted upon generation after generation after generation. Your grandmother, your great grandmother wasn't married. Your grandmother wasn't married. Your mother wasn't married. Now you, you're not married, you know, or, or your, your, or if you're a man, you know, the same thing. And it's happening over and over and over again. We've got to look at generationally where the breakdown happened. So out of ignorance, sometimes we repeat these things. And sometimes out of stubbornness, because we refuse to recognize these things, then the heat goes up. 
Because God is always talking. God is always getting our attention. But I've learned we've not always listened. But I've learned through ignorance. Sometimes we weren't even aware that it was God. But when we look back, we're like, man, I missed it. But what I love about God, he'll give you another opportunity to fix it. So then we've got the heat range that comes in. The melting creates a separation. See, when God turns up the heat, he begins to separate the real gold from the impurities and the gold sinks to the bottom. I love when I read that, how the gold sinks to the bottom. And I thought about that. See, that's a sign of humility that when the heat has turned up, you don't holler, you don't scream, you don't run around. But you get low. Why? Because God said, I give grace to the humble. In your humbleness, that's where you're exalted. Not in our haughtiness, not in our arrogance, but in our humbleness. So gold sinks to the bottom. I mean, think about that. You would think that the gold would rise up and the impurities would sink. No, but the gold sinks to the bottom and then it cools down. Then, check this out, then it goes from the heat to the furnace. You would think, isn't the heat enough? No, it goes from the heat to the furnace. Because then what's left behind is just the gold. Then it's just the gold. So we've got two different things happening with the, the, with the refiner. And think about us as people. It's to make us stronger. It's for God to separate the contaminants, the impurities, either that through generational curses or through the doors that we've opened up. Let's be real. We open up doors for the enemy to come in. We just do. It's for the refiner to separate. It's for the refiner to determine the temperature of how much heat. He allows to be put on us how much heat he himself allows to be put on us to refine us, to create the separation so that we can go low, so that we can get humble, so that we can recognize who is Lord over our lives, so that we can recognize if not for Christ and Christ alone, where would we be? So we could recognize that the Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want the cooling down is when we recognize the low, the cool down, the down. Some of us need to get low. And in this season, and I'll talk about this Monday, we really need to get low. So I thank God for the word of the refiner. Then we're heated in the furnace, not to burn. Not to burn us. The gold never gets burned up where it's absolutely nothing. But it gets burned up enough. The heat gets turned up enough. That when it's said and done. That we come as pure gold. It leaves behind just the gold. Job said in 23.10. He knows the way that I must take. And when he has tried me. I shall come forth as pure gold. Now this is Job. See, the refiner knows the temperature that he has to take when it comes to us. (laughs) We're all his children, just like we know we have to deal differently with our children. God knows how he needs to deal with us in order to bring us forth as pure gold. 
None of us want to go through the process. Job didn't want to go through it and he was a righteous man. But God wanted more out of Job's life. And it wasn't until Job prayed for his friends did God turn his situation around. But in that, Job said that he knows. We don't know. We don't know why things had to happen. We don't know why God allowed things to happen. But we do know that he knows the way that we have to take. And when we are in him, we will come forth as pure gold. And then the Bible, I mean, and then for the refiner, after there's just the gold, we have to be assessed. <clears throat> See, the, the Lord can do all of those things. But it doesn't so trials and tribulations come are we really assessed. <clears throat> Do God really look at how did we handle that situation? Did we keep our word in that situation? Were we honest when we had the opportunity to be honest? Or did we just tell a little white lie? When we had an opportunity to make things right, to apologize, to for, to really sincerely forgive, did we do it? We are then assessed. And guess what? If if it's not what it should be, we go back through the process. And if we're not careful, then we can be turned over to a reprobate mind. If we refuse to let the refiner refine us, then we can be turned over to a reprobate mind. I don't, God said, uh, Jesus said that he wished that no man would perish. No man. It is not God's desire to turn us over, but we can be when we continue to walk in disobedience, when we continue to do things our way, when we continue to say, I'm going to hold on to this. Oh yeah, God, I'll give you that, but I'm holding on to this. In Malachi chapter three, verses Two through three, it says, but who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears for he will be like a refiner's fire or a launderer's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. Then the Lord will have men who will bring offerings in righteousness and the offerings of Judah and Jerusalem will be acceptable to the Lord as in days gone by as in former years. It is then after we have been purified by the refiner, will we bring offerings in righteousness and the offerings of Judah and Jerusalem will be acceptable to the Lord. It is not until we uh, allow ourselves to be purified. It is not until we allow the refiner to do his work in us. Will our offerings be in righteousness, not in perfection, but righteousness means that we are in good standing with God. It means that we live a lifestyle of repentance. It means that we honor God with all that we are and all that we desire to be. 
a refiner's fire. Our refiner's fire. And no, just like, just like the, the gold doesn't melt all up and disappear. God's not trying to break you. He's trying to establish you. He's trying to root you and ground you in the things of God for his name's sake. We've got to get away from thinking that it's about us and what we want. It's about coming forth as pure gold and not gold gold plated. I love you all. Have an awesome day in the Lord. And know that when you go through the refiner's fire, you're going to come back. You're going to come out as pure gold. And God is going to give you beauty for your ashes. Think about that. Gold. Gold is beautiful. After everything it's gone through, once it comes out, it's beautiful. But it had to go through something. Many are are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord God delivers him from them all. Come forth, y'all, as pure gold. Let's do it in prayer for one another. Let's do it in encouraging one another. And let's do it as Isaiah 43 says, as witnesses and servants of our Lord and Savior, the Ancient of Days. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.